This program is brought to you by PersonalLifeMedia.com. Hi, and welcome to Green Talk, a podcast series from GreenLivingIdeas.com. Green Talk helps listeners in their efforts to lead more eco-friendly lifestyles through interviews with top vendors, authors, and experts from around the world. We discuss the critical issues facing the global environment today, as well as the technologies, products, and practices that you can employ to go greener in every area of your life. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening in today on Green Living Ideas, Green Talk Radio. This is Sean Daly, Editor-in-Chief of GreenLivingIdeas.com. And today I have with me Mary Nickerson, who is the National Marketing Manager for Advanced Technology Vehicles at Toyota. Mary, welcome to the program. Oh, thank you. Well, we're very excited to have Toyota with us today. Uh, you, you know, you guys are clearly the, the leader and have been the leader in the, in the hybrid and really alternative fuel vehicle market. Uh, for for some time now, and and well, first congratulations on the success of the Prius. Oh wow! Well, th- thank you, and and thanks really goes out to all of our customers out there um, who have embraced Prius and been willing to try new technology. Um, and you know that it is really it's beyond a car. It's become it's become an identity for a lot of people. It's interesting. It's it's really evolved from just being sort of a product. I mean, I guess the sort of I guess the ultimate realization of of uh, you know in terms of branding is where it becomes really part of the lifestyle of somebody. And uh, you know, Priuses are really held up. I mean, if you look at a, a green lifestyle site like Green Living Ideas or any others that are out there, you know, you're going to see a picture of a Prius somewhere. <laughs> and and I, I literally not a day goes by literally. Not a day goes by where I don't see an email or a website or a conversation uh, where somebody's mentioning the product. So, uh, again, that's all very interesting how it's really you know, become part of the societal uh, lexicon, as it were. Well, uh, thank you. Yeah. So, now, just I'm curious, what kind of insight can you give us about the, the trends? I mean, wh- where you've been, where you are, and sort of where things are going with, with hybrid vehicles, both gas, electric, and then potentially other uh, alternative fuels? Mm. Well, you know... Um Toyota, I I guess what I would first say is that Toyota has always been very focused on the environment and on focusing on trying to build the most environmental vehicle that they can. So we have this um, optimum image of always trying to look for multiple paths, not just one path. Um, although all of our paths do focus around hybrid uh, systems. So it's usually a combination in terms of the fuel cell, hydrogen fuel cell, um, with an electric motor or our Prius and our six other uh, vehicles, which are all gas and electric. And then uh, um, we also uh, are working to develop uh, combinations of hybrids using alternative fuels, looking at the possibility of CNG, biofuels, synthetic fuels, maybe clean diesel at some time in the future. Really? So our our vision is to continue to work towards this ultimate eco car, but do it pursuing alternative fuel, making the most optimum gas engines, looking at electric engines, looking at 
hydrogen. It's really, uh, we, we really use a four-phase approach to really constantly try to achieve that ultimate eco-car. So would you say that, that this didn't happen by accident then, that Toyota sort of, this is an internal philosophy in the company? Or, you know, I mean, I think success is always, you know, despite good products, is always somewhat of a, somewhat uh, intention and somewhat, you know, being in the right place in the right time. But, uh, you know, would you say that this is a driving philosophy within the company um, rather than just sort of uh, just another product line? Oh, absolutely. I think that because it is a philosophy of the company itself, to uh, produce cars that have greater efficiency and greater cleanliness and provide greater diversity in terms of transportation solutions to whatever person's individual's needs are, that by focusing on those things and not, you know, getting so focused on one specific end goal, it's, it's what helped get us to where we are today because we transition. What we learned from building RAV4 electric vehicles is technology that was used in Prius that is also used in our hydrogen fuel cell program. So, we, you know, we're constantly learning as we're pursuing multiple paths. And I think that is key. Speaking of, and I'm curious about the other paths, can you talk a little bit more about, well, maybe just to give a lay of the land for our listeners about what Toyota is shipping today. I mean, obviously everybody knows about the Prius, but maybe we can talk a little bit about the specifics of even just, you know, the gas mileage on it. Um, you don't have to give me a technical analysis of the vehicle or anything like that, but, you know, uh, all, you know the, all the hybrid vehicles that Toyota is currently producing and then what we can expect in the next few years. Mm, okay. Well, of course, we started with Prius. And we now have the second generation Prius. Um, some of our owners refer to it as they own either a Prius Classic or a Prius 2. Um, we uh, have the Lexus RX400H. We have the Highlander Hybrid. We have the both Lexus. S, both SUV hybrids. Yeah. yeah. Yes, they are. We have the Lexus GS450H. Um, that's that. It's kind of an interesting vehicle. We'll talk a little bit about that. It has the first hybrid with a rear-wheel drive. And then we have the Camry Hybrid, which we introduced last year. And this year we have the Lexus 600H, uh, which uh, is being introduced this summer. And we have the next-generation Highlander Hybrid coming out this fall. Okay, great, great. So Good. we're pretty excited about that. It's, um, it's, you know, as our goal has been to try to look at applications for continuous development of the hybrid across different platforms and transportation needs, we're really starting to um, have a new drivetrain line that can meet the needs of multiple uh, customers. Right, because, you know, just because today's, you know, sort of sexy beast is the gas-electric hybrid doesn't mean tomorrow that, you know, electric cars or, you know, FCX or, you know, fuel fuel cell vehicles or whatever it might be not, might not take off. So I imagine Toyota is probably spending a lot of market research dollars and, and development dollars, prototype development dollars in terms of building other potential vehicles that might carry the next wave of alternative fuel vehicles. Uh, yeah, we do. Um, 
And actually, if you go on our website or if your listeners go on our website, they can look under future cars at toyota.com and they can have the opportunity to look at some of the future cars and prototypes um, that we're currently um, looking at and are also shown at some of our auto shows as they tour across the U.S. Now, one of the things that uh, there was a recent experience that um, we, we recently had actually Honda as a guest on the program, and they, they took a real sort of bump on the nose recently with the uh, the Accord line in that what really what it came down to is that there's and this is such a fast-evolving market that I think there was a painful lesson learned there with the fact that it, at the end of the day, it really comes down to gas mileage and that we're all, we all want to save the planet, but if, if a hybrid vehicle doesn't ultimately perform at a high level, uh, it's not going to sell well, and they, that was a painful lesson that they, they got to learn. Um, how has that in the past affected Toyota's or been part of Toyota's philosophy of designing cars, or has it? And, and did, you, did you guys end up kind of getting to go to school on that one a little bit in that experience that they went through? Uh, you know, I think there is lessons to be learned from Honda and, and the Accord Hybrid. Um, I do think, you know, when we look at uh, consumer research, the number one reason that people buy hybrids is because of fuel economy. Although I will say that also in our research, when you look at the top 35 reasons, is what we constantly track, environmental benefits has been consistently moving up in the determination factor for purchase. So it's probably moved up, and I'm going to say roughly it used to be around... uh, 30, somewhere between 25 and 30, and today it's moved up to, oh, it hovers around the 15th position in terms of the decision factors, and that's, you know, broad averages uh, across the uh, purchasing Hmm. uh, base. So it is changing, and it is becoming more important on average, but it's still fuel economy is the number one reason that people purchase hybrids. Sure. And I mean, that's okay. This is a, this is a recurring theme on the show of this, this idea that, you know, <laughs> that, that it's, it's okay for there to be an economic component to the decision-making factor of doing things that just also happen to be really good for the environment, because I think that's a mission that, that manufacturers need to take up is to make those things make sense and go together in lockstep. But sometimes it just is that way by, you know, happenstance. Um, you know, I always use the analogy of, you know, we, we had $950 a month power bills and we got solar because we really want, we would have gotten solar no matter what, but our power bills went down to nothing. So we got to save $950 a month. Not a bad thing. I certainly don't feel guilty about that. And I don't think uh, that's, that's a bad reason because um, I think ultimately any decision is a component of multiple factors, right? It's, it's rarely that you just do something for one sole reason. Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, quality is always right there. Uh, number two, on why people buy, um, make you know, when they're making their purchase decision, dependability, reliability, those are always top up there also. Yeah, absolutely. None of those things go out the window just because you're driving a hybrid. You still want, <laughs> no. you know, I, I'm going to be honest with it. I, I have, a, I have, a, I have an old, I have an older Mercedes that, that my door handle just popped off of. And I wasn't too happy about that. And I was like, wait a minute, I paid for a Mercedes and my door handle popped off. So I cannot wait to sell that car and get, I'm just, <laughs> 
surveying the market right now and trying to figure out what I want, but you know, it's like you, you've got to have you've got to have quality, um, and you've got to have service. And you know, there's concerns about some of these electric car manufacturers, uh, mm-hmm. you know, great great technologies and so forth. But there's some concern as to you know where you're going to take the thing to get it serviced because there's only there's no known shops out there or you know dealerships that are selling it, and and so you know all of these things. I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, we're still buying a product that we're going to live with, and you know. Heaven knows that uh, people rely on their cars in this country um, to to get them around and get their kids around and all that. So these things are still really important. They absolutely are. So is there anything else that you can share with us um, as far as what Toyota is doing or what's coming down to sort of entice our our listeners a little bit, uh, products or technologies or or even just, you know, trends? What what do you see sort of if you look into your crystal ball, as it were, uh, what do you see coming down the road to us uh, in, in this area with alternative fuel vehicles? Well, I think that, you know, in my crystal ball, I think we're going to see other applications of hybrid vehicles. So you'll, we'll probably see uh, different optimization that occurs between matching different engines with different combinations of electric motors. So depending on the purpose of the vehicle, um, we're likely to see some, uh, some new, um, new matchups that will be particularly applied to uh, specific models. And as we continue to roll this out, I mean, if you can think about uh, from a sports car uh, type perspective where you get a lot of low-end torque uh, from adding uh, larger electric motors uh, and having that combination, that can be a lot of fun, Mm -hmm. or with a truck. Uh, think about the different kinds of combinations. So we're continuing to work to match our different engines and uh, electric motor capability, um, as well as working on the batteries. That's a big part of the of all of our hybrid design. Right, battery battery life. And yeah, such, so, yeah, the distance that you can get on the battery. Yeah, so I mean that's to me. Um, I think the excitement of continuing to focus on meeting people's transportation needs depending on what that is, whether it's somebody out there to drive sporty and fun cars or somebody um, who uses their truck to earn a living, whatever range of vehicle it might be in between. Yeah. Uh, it's really trying to match that up. So yeah, it is, It's exciting. It's like the Wild West of autos all over again for me to see these technologies, these alternative uh, fuel technologies get Im- implemented into every, you know, eventually every, I, I expect it's going to be every sort of vehicle that's out there from, you know, we're already seeing zero emission vehicle motorcycles all the way up to, uh, you mentioned trucks, which I'm excited to hear. I was, that was one of the questions I had for you is, is what's coming there. But, you know, just to see these technologies augment these things, because again, it, we're form and function are, are coming together. We've got, you know, for those who are, it, there's something for everybody. Sports car enthusiasts can get with the electric technologies, something that goes, you know, zero to 60 in 3.5 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're into that sort of thing, which I happen to be, um, you know, I think that's pretty, pretty neat. So again, there's really, there's not even necessarily the, not only is there not the need for sacrifice, but there's actually the ability to augment other parts of your interests, you know, with uh, regards to vehicles as well. Yeah, and I think that is what's fun and exciting as people learn about hybrids and think about hybrid technology and this unlimited 
a vision of matching these different things depending on what they like to do and how they like to drive, you know, it really becomes fun to think about it. I, you know, I've talked to some of our racing folks um, about, you know, drag racing and things like that. You know, you just imagine this limitless possibilities that exist out there. Yeah, once this sort of global consciousness shift is is complete over whatever time that takes uh, with regards to, you know, alternative fuels in cars as well as other things, it's going to be sort of, it won't be the question of, you know, if you go this way, but in what way you do and and what are the best ways to achieve whatever application you're looking to, whether it's a sports car or, you know, the soccer mom in the SUV or whatever it might be. Yeah, you know, you mentioned trucks. Um, the two top requested vehicles that people ask us about, when are they coming out in a hybrid, are the trucks and primarily the Tacoma. A lot of people are interested in that size of a truck. Light, so light truck, is that right? Is that light, uh, is it Tacoma or is that, the, is that a heavier truck? It's a lighter truck. Okay. And then the other vehicle that we get often asked about is a van for the soccer moms and the families and especially, you know, as a... Um, more and more people have multiple multiple generation families. Uh, van is a way to go for transporting a bigger number of people. It's true because you really can't get around that. You know, you can you, people want to go small, 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 and the problem is when you know I have two kids, and uh, you know, it's at some point you know, you start bringing their friends, and you're just not going to fit all those people into a car that's too small, or with, you know, you just need that size. So the the uh, the size of the vehicle, people look at SUVs and say, oh, you have a big car, you're bad. And it's just really just a question of well, it's what's inside the car and how is it how is it operating, and that's really what's important. Exactly. And how efficient is it to take two or three cars exactly. to the same place right. instead of one efficient car? Right, right, exactly. Assuming we can't walk, you know, and we have to get in the car, we all accept this, then, you know, and unfortunately, public transportation is not really readily available in all parts of the country from, uh, especially when you're getting out to a suburban area. So that's just where we are. So. so Mary, tell me, how do environmental considerations and environmental impact considerations play into Toyota's operations and manufacturing processes? It's part of everything we do, from product development to marketing to our dealerships. The environment is taken in consideration along every step. The charter reflects our commitment to hybrids and continuing research in fuel cell technology, as well as environmentally friendly steps taken at all of our manufacturing plants and at our U.S. headquarters. So beyond the development of alternative fuel vehicles, which we know you're you know, clearly involved in, uh, what else is Toyota doing, if anything, uh, to be a greener company, both you know, internally and externally? Um, in addition to our products, Toyota does have two LEED certified green buildings, one in Washington, D.C., and one at Toyota's headquarters in Torrance, California. These buildings were constructed with recycled materials, use reclaimed waters whenever possible, and use solar power. They were built with partners that also, like Toyota, use green practices in their entire process. So we're proud of those buildings and we're proud of those partners, and we've probably toured, gosh, I guess about 8,000 companies, individuals, and government officials through those buildings. We hope that they lead as an example for others. We also provide our dealers with an environmental assistance network. So we're hoping that um, our U.S. dealers with up-to-date compliance programs and waste stream management can work to help contribute in the communities that they're at. 
So, Mary, can you tell me what else Toyota has on the horizon, anything that you could share with our listeners today? Sean, Toyota is looking at new ways to develop and introduce clean vehicles and to focus on sustainable mobility. We currently offer three hybrid vehicles, the Prius, Camry Hybrid, and the new exciting Highlander Hybrid will be coming out in Model Year 08 late this fall. With these vehicles, we offer mid-sized cars and an SUV, which are able to meet most drivers' needs. In addition, we offer more than 12 vehicles that offer 30 MPG or more, including the Scion XA and TC. Most people talk about our hybrid vehicles, but yet we do offer a lot of MPG-oriented vehicles also. I'm curious about what educational initiatives Toyota is currently involved in around environmental sustainability and, you know, earth impact and things like that. Sean, Toyota's latest and largest current environmental education initiative is our mobile hybrid experience. It's a tour which is running for 18 months and started in January. People want to log on, www.toyota.com backslash highway, they can see the current tour schedule. It's really an exciting museum on wheels that goes across the country to fairs, auto shows, and all types of exhibits and talks about um, what not only Toyota uh, is doing with its products and in the community, but also has interactive displays uh, for people to learn about their carbon footprint and what they can do uh, to change their imprint on the earth. So protecting the environment goes a long way. It's beyond uh, adopting more eco-friendly transportation. I hope your listeners can um, appreciate that and get the opportunity to visit the mobile hybrid experiences at tours across the U.S. Well, great. Well, I certainly appreciate you being on the show today. Um, it was a pleasure hearing about Toyota. And, and again, just congratulations on the success of the Prius. And we look forward to seeing uh, more alternative fuel vehicles in the gas electric and as well as other lines from you guys in the future. Well, thank you. And thanks for having me, Sean. And I hope your uh, visitors out there um, to the podcast uh, enjoy learning a little bit more about Toyota and our hybrids and come visit us at our toyota.com site. All right. And my guest today has been Mary Nickerson, the National Marketing Manager, Advanced Technology Vehicles at Toyota. Thanks, as always, to everyone listening in today. Remember, for more free on-demand podcasts, articles, videos, and other information related to living a greener lifestyle, visit our website at www.greenlivingideas.com. We'd also love to hear your comments, feedback, and questions. Send us an email at editors at greenlivingideas.com. Find more great shows like this on personallifemedia.com.